Hello and welcome to another episode of Little Less Conversation. We're back again covering all the latest Euro 2020 games. Uh, this week got a bit of a change up. Amar couldn't make it, so we've had to call in a special guest to, to come and co-host. Uh, so we've called on another Arsenal fan, Param. How are you doing? Hey, thank you for having me back. Um, I'm not going to sing as much as Amar does in these, but yeah, good to be here. <laughs> Now it's really good to have you back on and thank you for stepping in and, and co-hosting this week. Uh, we thought we'd do a like like for like, um, Arsenal for Arsenal. Early similarity. <laughs> I said to Amar, if he's not careful, we're going to have to permanently, permanently replace him because um, uh, quite frankly, you're an upgrade on him. So yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes today. Yeah, we'll, we'll decide at the end if that's true <laughs> or not. Well, I, th- I think um, there's only one place we should really start, and that's obviously um, the Denmark game. Uh, there was a, an incident in that which wasn't wasn't very nice to see, and that was um, Christian Eriksen collapsing. And uh, obviously, now that we know he, he suffered a cardiac arrest on the pitch, uh, very distressing. And uh, just like to wish him wish him well and all the best, and hopefully he makes a, a full recovery and uh, we see him in some some sort of capacity in the footballing world again. Yeah, I echo that. Um... I wasn't actually watching it, but I was following it on my phone. Lots of people were talking about it. I was reading what was going on on Twitter, and it sounded like it was horrible to see, um, let alone read what I was reading. But yeah, it's really good to see that he's okay now, or better than he was on that day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was watching it, and uh, it just it was just shocking. And um, you know, there's been a lot of talk about the BBC's coverage of it as well. I know they're not the broadcaster, but. Um, they didn't cut away from it and you know they were they were showing everything and uh very distressing um for not only for people at home obviously but obviously for the, the fans the players the, the loved ones that were there as well and you, you could see it all you know there was no no real holding back from the broadcasters which was a which was a bit bit disgusting really um yeah I, it was a shame i put in a complaint to the bbc um because i was that i was that distraught after it to be honest with you it just wasn't wasn't nice at all but you know what the main thing is he's come out at the other side and uh, now it's just about um finding out you know obviously what 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 happened to him and how he can get better i guess going yeah forward. definitely were, were you surprised that they actually continued the game after that um i was but then i think it was gary lineker that said like maybe it wasn't him it was another pundit that said that if if both teams had decided it was a good sort of inkling i guess that he was doing all right or that he was better but since then, I think Shamichael's come out and said it probably wasn't the best idea for them to come out and play. Yeah. Um, so there's probably a lot of emotions involved. It's very heated at the moment. Um, I can I can understand why they said, yeah, let's get back out there. Once they knew he was stable, but yeah, maybe calm heads would have prevailed there, and they should have postponed to the day after if they could have, or I don't know, come out with a diff- different solution. Totally agree. Totally agree. I mean, obviously hindsight's hindsight's one thing, but. Um... Yeah, I think I think UEFA needed to step up there really, and uh, maybe just postpone it for a couple of days. Let the players get their head around what's just happened, and be there for their teammate as well. The last thing you want to do is go out and play football after something like that has just happened in front of you. And um, fair play to them, they came out, they gave it their best. Obviously, the result was didn't make any difference at the end of the day. Um, the fact that they did, they did what they did and uh, you know saved saved the life of a teammate is. Yeah, it's good enough for me anyway. But um, the, the thing that struck me is, you know, like when you get COVID outbreaks, you can um, sort of 
stop it. You can postpone a game for two days for 48 hours. But when it comes to something like that, that wasn't even brought up, you know. So that, that shocked me. Quite. Yeah. I guess it's completely new though. Like, I mean, apart from like Moamba, like that happening is unheard of on the football field, um, yeah. let alone like a live broadcasted match. It's true. It's true. I mean, it, it has happened before. And I think, I'm sure some, I think some, they were talking about Daily Blind during the, the Holland game the other day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, it's happened to him a few times and he's got a few issues. And I think he has a, he has a defibrillator actually sort of. I guess built into his body I think in case he does collapse so something to, to restart his heart but um or something along those lines so that it is there and, and I mean it should be there should be more consideration to it and uh if you think about the COVID schedule the amount of games that have been played this season in the yeah. short space of time things like this are probably and in the heat as well it's, it's very dangerous yeah I mean player safety is paramount at the end of the day I think if there's like if you can say there's like a silver lining is that this will be taken more seriously going forward. But I guess it's always the case that something really bad has happened before it's considered. But I mean, there's talks about like even beyond football, having like a defibrillator in every building, like anywhere. Um, exactly. There will be some positive change coming from this, which is like a horrible way to word it. But I think you know what I mean. No, no, I agree. I agree. I think you're right there. Um, it's just that, like you said, it's a shame that something so bad has to happen. And you know, it has to be so graphic for it, for it actually to take a, you know, for somebody to actually recognise that there's an issue here. But uh, but you know what, we'll we'll move on and uh, we'll we'll get back to the football. I think um, and where better to start than with England, England against Croatia on Sunday. Yeah, uh, redeem themselves. Uh, well, not yet, but it felt like a little bit of redemption from uh, two years ago. Yeah, for sure. I mean, to, to beat I know Croatia, they're a bit older than they were two years ago, but um, still a very good side. And uh, I think we were the better team and we deserve to win that one. Yeah, yeah there, there were chances even before the goal that I thought England could have gone one or two in that with. Um, very early on, Foden had that chance where he cut in, like typical Foden. And it was like, fingertips away from scoring um but yeah i agree they played really well it was enjoyable to watch that as well especially with the fans it being at wembley first game there's a lot of excitement for that yeah but bar the odd idiot fan booing the knee and all that stuff i think yeah i hope it's really easy i hope they do away with that but unfortunately i don't think they will but yeah if the results can sort of outshine that then it'd be nice yeah, yeah, I think it's a very, very positive start. And I mean, I was, I was talking to Amal before the game, and uh, we were sort of scrutinising uh, Southgate's um, formation and his, um, his lineup. Um, it was nothing like the lineups we chose last week, and uh, it seems like he got it quite right, actually. Um, yeah, you weren't alone with that. I don't think. Like, everyone was saying the same thing. Yeah, Twitter was going off, and uh, but I think he, he did the right thing. You know, starting Sterling. He repaid the faith and got his goal. And I think Calvin Phillips had a blinder. I've never seen him play that well before, even for Leeds. Yeah, I, well, but I, don't think, I don't think anyone has. That was a masterclass, yeah. He, he, he kind of throws up quite a difficult um, selection choice for Southgate going forward now, because he's obviously in form. He's like laid out that great performance. Like, who, who does he lose his place to if we go further in the competition? 
that's that's the thing. That's the thing. And um, you look at his bench as well. He's got some loads of options on there. You've got the likes of Bellingham, Grealish. If you want to go a bit more attacking, you've got Grealish in there. But yeah, I, th- I think Phillips keeps his place. I think Rice did a good job as well. Um, I, yeah, there's, there's an argument for pretty much everyone. I think a few of the defenders, I'm not sure about Walker. Walker looked a bit suspect. But uh, yeah, even Pick- Pickford had a decent game as well, which was a bit of a shock for me. I was proper nervous beforehand and he did all right. So yeah. He seems to, pick, he seems to like pull it out. For the big tournament, so I, I'm saying big tournament. This the Euros and the last World Cup. It's just in between where he sort of clowns around. That's um, true. But yeah, I, I, when he's an England shot, I'm I'm always kind of confident with him between the posts. I think it's just that curse, isn't it? The goalkeeping curse. Um, just English keepers have a mistake in them. We've seen it over the years. Seaman. I think Rob Green's done a few. Paul Robinson as well was another one who's full of yeah. blunders. So, yeah, I, I don't know if that curse is going to be broken anytime soon, but um, hopefully this year. There's been a little bit of news today, and that's um, Dean Henderson dropping out and uh, Aaron Ramsdale coming in. Um, I know that, well, he's just coming in to sit on the bench, really, because Pickford will play, but what, what, do you th- what do you make of that? Yeah, I, I, it's kind of a non-story. I, I, I know it's bad to say he's kind of there to make up the numbers, but it's kind of formality. Um he's just there to take the place when Pickford's pretty much going to start and play in every game. Um, yeah, sad for Henderson. So he's got to go home. Yeah, it is, it is. I mean, it's not the best person I would call up, to be honest with you. I, I honestly don't, I don't like Ramsdale. I think he's rubbish. But um, I mean, to get relegated back-to-back seasons with two different clubs, it says it all really. But um, let's just hope Pickford stays fit and... Uh, the other backup keeper, I think it's uh, is it Sam Johnson. So he stays fit as well because we don't want to be playing with Ramsdale and goal. Definitely. The, the the one question I want to ask you though is 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 football coming home? Uh, maybe on route. I'm not I'm not sure if it's coming home yet, but I'd like to say it is. Um, I don't know. Uh, Scotland are going to be going. Well, I think England will make it out of their group, um, no problem. But then the journey after that is quite difficult. Um, I, I guess if you're going to win it, you have to beat the best teams. But yeah, quietly confident that they'll they'll go far. Actually, yeah, no, nah, it's coming home. Yeah, why am I just rambling? I'm, I'm waffling that. Yeah, it's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming home. I don't know. I think I'm I'm in the same boat as you where I'm just not sure. I think although beating Croatia was massive, it could be a, a, a you know a mistake because uh, we could end up with like a France or a Germany or Portugal in the next round. So I'm not entirely sure it's the right the right thing for us. Um, would have been better to finish second, but um, you've got to play to win every game, I guess. And exactly. Like, yeah. Beat beat the best teams, and you deserve to win the, the tournament, right? So yeah, I think I think we could take anyone on our day. I think it's just defensively we're a bit, a little bit weak um, against the big teams. I'd worry, but yeah. Um, you, obviously, you mentioned Scotland. Uh, we'll we'll quickly have a look at their their game as well against Czech Republic. Um, wasn't the start they wanted, and obviously that sets up Friday's game against England even more so. Now they're going to be gunning for us. I don't know. Did you catch that game at all? Um, I watched the first half while I was on lunch, and then I missed both goals. Um, once I got back to work, but I have seen them since that shit finish was unbelievable. Yeah, what um, a goal, man. Um, I have no idea what uh, Marshall was doing 
that far out of his goal. But um, what a finish! I mean, it's a tricky one though. Like <laughs> that's like ninety nine times out of a hundred, that finish is never going in. Um, and I guess you could say like, what's he doing out there? But yeah, he just got caught by an unbelievable strike. It's true, it's true. The amount of um, swerve he put on it as well, put on that ball, is ridiculous. But um... I think he had a go early on and he, he missed. Um, so he obviously done his research. Yeah, yeah. It, it, paid, it paid off the second time around. Yeah, man. I mean, he couldn't definitely couldn't do that again even if he tried. Exactly, it's one of those. One of those. And a big, big stage as well to do it is, is incredible. But um, yeah, Scotland looked okay. They looked decent, a bit threatening, but just lacking in that final third, you know, the final finish and forced a few good saves. And I, th- I, d- I don't want to be too overconfident, but I don't think they'll cause us too many problems, to be honest with you, on Friday. I think we'll get no. Um Yeah, they did have some good chances early in the first half. Um, they could have gone one or two up before going two down themselves. But yeah, I agree. I, I don't know. Just, it's always different on the day, isn't it? Yeah, it's true. Anything can happen. Well, they should have Tierney back, I think. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I, I was just listening to a bit of commentary earlier on, and the commentators were saying, "Yeah, he might be back. He should be back in the, you know, back in the defence for them." So that's that's a very big plus for them, I think. Yeah, that's going to sway my allegiances massively as well. I'm not going to know who to support or what to do. Special delivery. Ah! Surprise! Surprise! This is why we brought you on because you're you're pretty much you're you're basically a better version of Amar because he would have said no, the same thing. Amar's whispering this in my ear spiritually <laughs> right now. But no, I yeah, I I was always gonna support Scotland like along with England or behind England. Um obviously that's throws a spanner into the works when they play each other. But yeah, I would still like to see Scotland do well in the tournament. Yeah, I think and and Tierney, of course. Even yeah, well, even the lights, like, I mean, I've got Gilmore in the Scot- Scotland squad as well. Oh, so yeah, of course. Yeah. Did, he play, did he come on at all? I don't think he did, um, but hopefully he features against England. That'd be good to see him. But then they've got such a good midfield anyway, Scotland, with the likes of McTominay, McGinn. They've got quite a few yeah. Premier League players in there. So it should be a good game. The atmosphere will be amazing. Scottish fans are going to be well up for it. English fans are going to be well up for it. Um, yeah, exactly. Hopefully we get the win and... Uh, yeah, I think if we win that, we're pretty much guaranteed to qualify for the next round. So Yeah, it must be, because even if they finish third with six points, which is unlikely, that's pretty much guaranteed to go through. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes, man. We'll, hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll be um, singing his coming home on, on Friday night. So far, I mean, obviously, there's been quite a few games now. I think we're, we're, we're from, well, we're recording this before France play Germany. Out of the games you've seen so far, what's been your favourite one? Um, I think it's Netherlands and Ukraine was like that felt like a proper knockout stage match, like late kickoff, hot. Was it Sunday? I think like yeah. a hot Sunday, yeah, hot Sunday's night, which is like a really intense match. Yeah, that that's probably been the best so far for me, at least. Yeah, I've got to agree. That was a really good game. And I think it was just two sides that kind of threw caution to the wind a bit. And they were just, uh, from the first 20 minutes, it was end-to-end. And uh, you felt like it was going to be a high-scoring game. And 3-2 was a, was a decent decent result for the neutral, really. And uh, I feel... Um, yeah, it didn't really let up at all, did it? Like, four uh, minutes. I think Netherlands dominated and Ukraine were looking to hit him on the counter a lot of the time. And um, 
nearly caught them out there with a, with a surprise comeback. But uh, yeah, Holland just about did it. I think it's impressive for them for their first tournament in quite a while to, to come out with that performance. Yeah, they've, they've got a decent team. They've got some good players. I mean, like that Yarmolenko who plays for West Ham scored a really, really good goal. Um, top corner sort of curling effort and uh, that, that set them on their way. Um, oh, sorry, you're talking about Netherlands, aren't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just clocked that you said they haven't been in it for a few years. Yeah, no, you're right. And uh, again, I think they, they look good going forward. Depay looked lively, but defensively, I'm not 100%. Without Van Dijk, I don't think they're all that. And uh, yeah. they'll get caught out against the bigger teams. Yeah, yeah Depay's found like a new win of life in his career, hasn't he? Say that again, sorry. Depay. Looks amazing now that he's not playing in England. Yeah, I, I have done for a little while. It's also the fact that he's um, trying to angle for a move to to Barcelona as well. So the rumor is he's going to sign for them next week. So I'm sure he's you know putting in a putting in a good shift just to make sure he gets the wage he wants and the, the contract he wants. So, no, it makes sense. Yeah, after next week you probably won't see anything from him in the tournament. So once he's signed, on the, they'll probably bottle it in. Get knocked out before that happens. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> so it's just from Ake as well, wasn't it? There was, yeah. He crossed the ball in, and um, I think it was another one of the defenders that Dumfries who got got the header and scored the goal. Yeah, he um, was having a shocker before that. Dumfries. He was. He missed about two or three sitters. Um, so I think he'd be relieved that he scored that one. But but yeah, it's 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 starting to liven up a bit. I mean. We've seen a few other results elsewhere. Obviously, Poland with a bit of a shock defeat to Slovakia. Yeah. Spain drew with Sweden as well. That was another one where either team could have taken the three points. And uh, I think on that, I don't know if you caught the Spain game, but that that um, that guy, uh, Isak, Alexander Isak, whatever his name is, the striker, he's 21 years old. He looks like a really good player. Yeah, he didn't get the ball that often. Um, but when he did, yeah, he looked really threatening. Speaking to Amar earlier and saying to him, "Yeah, you lot, you lot need to sign him up at Arsenal." He's um, La Liga like young player of the year, wasn't he? Something like that. Yeah, I think it was it Sociedad or somewhere like that. But yeah, he did look really threatening whenever he got forward with the ball. It was unfortunate that they didn't do that very often in the game. <laughs> yeah, it was all all Spain and uh, yeah, it, was a bit, it played out to be a quite a bore draw in the end. No one really wanted. Yeah, to... slightly disappointed with Spain to be honest. Um, I know it's like a almost completely new team, um, much younger than what we're used to. But yeah, it didn't feel like the same Spain we've been used to watching. No, it definitely didn't. And I think that, that bodes well for England as well, because if we do get them later on down the line, yeah, I wouldn't mind playing them. I think we could take them. Obviously, there's there's one big game left to go now. We've, we've seen all the other teams play. And, and tonight, um, we've got France against Germany. Probably the, the the tie of the round, really. Uh, what, what do you what do you what are your predictions on that, and uh, how do you think it's gonna turn um, out? I haven't seen much of Germany in a while, to be honest. Um, but I have seen France, and France look, look quite good. Um, they won. Did they win their last sort of warm up game? Um, quite convincingly, I think. I know Giroud scored two, coming off the bench. But yeah, I I can see France taking this. They for me, they might be the favourites. Yeah, I think you're right there. I mean, they've got such a good squad and, you know, they've got two or three players in each position that, you know, could just step in and, and be first team. 
I think Germany always pose a threat when it comes to these tournaments. You know, they've got that experience, but they've also got that youth now as well um, in their squad, like with the likes of Havertz and Sane still quite young and, and players like that. Yeah. Nabry, Nabry's doing well. So, But then you can bring in the experience of sort of Cruz, Muller. I don't know if Cruz is still there, but I know Muller, Neuer, players like that. And it uh, should be a really good tie. And uh, we say that, it'll probably end up being nil-nil. But um, Yeah, I was just thinking that. Who have they got up front? The, the Giroud, Benzema, Mbappe. Coman, uh, Dembele. Um, I think Griezmann. The Griezmann, yeah. They've got, uh, a ridiculous attacking lineup. Midfield as well, they're ridiculous. They've got Pogba, Kante, um, Taliso from Bayern, if he's in the squad. And uh, there's a few others in there. Rabio, um, you know, obviously Varane in defence, Lloris in goal. Um, Lenglet from Barcelona. So the list goes on, you know. Roasted chicken, real chicken, biryani, chicken biryani, uh, chicken butter masala, chicken tikka, chicken kebab, chicken lollipop, chicken chili. Ah, wow. You know, we'll see what happens tonight. I think it'll be a good test for them. It'll, it'll give us an idea of how, how on it they are as well. I could see it being a one or Yeah, this is a perfect first game, I think. Yeah. Test both teams. Definitely, definitely. I could see it being a one or draw or maybe France nick it 2-1. So i just say like, and, uh, I'm going to say 3-0 France. 3-0. <laughs> yeah, if, if you get this right, if you get it right, you're definitely coming back on next week and uh, Amar can, can stay at home. Uh, give it me the rest of the season. <laughs> oh, no. So obviously, if, if football doesn't come home this year... Um, where, where do you think it's going? Who do you think is going to win the tournament if, if England don't step up? Um, there's no real answer to that because England are going to, but <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I would say France, but I, we haven't seen them play yet, obviously. Um, depending on how tonight goes, I think they're, they're definitely front runners. But um, Belgium has always looked quite impressive, but then they always have a knack of like bottling it in some way. But I mean, Lukaku looked like he had his striking boots on. Um, so, yeah, maybe Belgium or France. I don't know. I haven't been that impressed by any other team, although it's quite early to try and judge. But, yeah, I, I'd say France and Belgium for me. Um, but then saying that, like, remember when Portugal just, like, scraped through with, like, pretty lacklustre performances and, and results and, and managed to win the whole thing? So, like, who's saying that can't happen again this year with any other team? Yeah, I, th- I mean, you never know because they've got that stupid um, lucky loser sort of rule where the, the, the best third place teams go through. Um, yeah, once you're out of your group, it's like if anyone's game rule, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. It's just a knockout, isn't it? And I, I know Portugal did it last time, didn't they, where they, they beat France in the final and it was a scrappy goal. And, and yeah, it could happen again. I hope it doesn't. Um, but yeah, hopefully, well, I'd only hope it happens if it's England, really. Yeah. I mean, we were kind of at, at the last World Cup. England were kind of following that same route with like wins from like penalties or like um, not massively convincing results, but we sort of got through. So yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't complain if they did it and they made it to the final and won it this year. Yeah, no, I definitely wouldn't complain. I mean, that's coming coming off the back of uh, Chelsea pretty much doing the same in the Champions League. <laughs> so uh, you've, you, if England won, you've effectively done a double, haven't you? Technically, yeah, it'll be a probably best best ever footballing summer for me. But, um, 
yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, we would be champions of Europe through and through. So, yeah, mountains and lift both trophies. Well, I think that covers everything for this week. So thanks again for listening, guys. Um, we'll be back again next week with a roundup of uh, the next next load of games, really. I uh, just want to shout out to Parham for joining us and, and, and thank you for stepping in at the last minute. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun, as always. Um, I'm going to hold you to that, to that prediction um, prize for the France win 3-0 tonight. I'll be back next week and the week after and the week after that. 100%, yeah. If, you, if, you, if, you, if you've got that right, Amar's gone. That's it, he's out. Yeah! We'll have to, you'll have to edit the artwork for us and put yourself in and, and take him change out. Change the face. Don't even yeah. have to change the shirt. Just That's the face. True. Change the face and that, that'd be great. But uh, now's, your, now's your time to sing if you want, by the way. Maybe next week. Let's, <laughs> see, let's see how Friday goes before we get ahead of ourselves. Indeed, man, indeed. Look forward to it.